0: What's up Warriors fans, this is the We Believe Golden State Warriors Basketball Podcast, a sports ethos presentation, Sam Orlick here. NBA basketball is back, we had the Warriors home opener against the Phoenix Suns on Tuesday, Warriors unfortunately dropping that game 108-104, no Draymond Green, no Bradley Beal, But it was still a very good game. A lot of good things to take away from this. Again, 108-104 was the final. On a night when the Warriors shot 35% from the field and 23% on threes. That's 36 out of 101 attempts and uh, 10 for 41 on threes. Um, Still a very winnable game for the Warriors without Draymond Green, which is saying something. So... Obviously, there are some opportunities and areas for improvement with this roster, a lot of new pieces, but definitely some good things to take away from this as well. First and foremost, Chris Paul started the game and played 34 minutes, which was second best on the team. Klay Thompson led the team with 36 minutes. Steph Curry was in foul trouble in the first and second half. He only got 30 minutes. Andrew Wiggins played 27, did not close the game. He only had one rebound. We'll talk about that more later. And then GP2, Jonathan Kaminga, and Dario Saric all played about 20 minutes. Um, Probably the most promising player on the Warriors from that first game was none other than Moses Moody. Moody played 18 minutes off the bench, 4 of 6 from the field, 2 of 4 from 3, 3 steals in a block, 11 points on the night, and it was, really, it was really the intensity and energy in which he came in super engaged, making plays, hitting shots, both ends of the floor. I feel like Moses Moody is definitely going to be an X-factor for this team. Um, I'd love to see him get a little bit more minutes. Um, probably the biggest disappointment was um, Andrew Wiggins. Uh, Wiggins was not locked in at all. 4 of 12 from the field, 0 of 3 from 3. One rebound, I think, really says it all. Um, this is a guy, and, and also uh, for the night, he was a team worst minus 22 in the plus-minus column in those 27 minutes. Uh, Kevon Looney also um a very a very strange off game for Kavon Looney. He still finished the night with eleven rebounds and seven points um but also you know after Andrew Wiggins and uh, Corey Joseph, who was a minus twelve, Looney was a minus eleven. Looney um typically known for you know good rotations and being in the right place and timing and all of that had. A lot of lapses. There were a lot of interesting plays where he was helping, where he didn't need to, put himself out of position, let his defender um, get some open runway to the basket. Um, So, considering, uh, considering all the things we talked about, and also when you factor in, you know, Steph Curry foul trouble, overall the team shot very poorly from the field and from three, um, Out rebounded, forty nine uh, to sixty. Missing Draymond Green, and you still had a four point game against uh, a very good team. A team who had um, Devin Booker go off for thirty two. Somehow we held Durant in check. Seven of twenty two from the field, eighteen points. Josh Okogie looked like an all star. He had he had seventeen points. Uh, Yusuf Nurkic had a double double with uh, 14, 14 and 14. Um, this this game felt like, you know, if we're looking at the, the team from last season, this game felt like it should have been a blowout loss. And yet you had a four-point game when you're missing Draymond. You had Curry in foul trouble. Nobody can hit a shot for their life. Wiggins isn't playing with intensity. And it was really the bench, that got the Warriors back into the game. The Warriors were down double digits early in the first. Second unit came in and went on a run. Um, something, you know, a more or less rinse and repeat in the third quarter. Starters come back in, Suns build up a lead, bench comes back in, uh, goes on a big run. So, very promising because last year the bench was really the issue for most of the season, right? The Warriors had one of the best starting lineups net rating-wise throughout the whole season, and it was really the bench unit that was blowing leads that couldn't sustain leads, um, couldn't really execute, get anything done on either end of the floor. So very promising to see um, the Warriors correct that, get off to a good start with their bench unit, and, um, and they're really flying all over the place. When you've got Any combination of GP2, Jonathan Kaminga, Sarich, Moody with, you know, Clay Thompson or Chris Paul or Andrew Wiggins even, those guys are long, athletic, feisty, all over the place. Not necessarily elite offensively, but you can just see that they're getting into the passing lanes, they're disrupting the flow, and then they're getting out on the break, getting out in transition and getting easy buckets. So that's really promising. Um, really love to see that that second unit kind of gel with all the new additions. Um, we talked about this a little bit earlier, but Corey Joseph only got in there for uh, three minutes and forty-two seconds, and he was minus twelve. Um, did not attempt a shot. Did not turn the ball over. He had one rebound and one assist. Um, I I did notice a very intentional effort to get Steph Curry off the ball when. When it was the starters, it was Chris Paul and Curry on the floor together with the ball mostly in, in Chris Paul's hands. And then because of the foul trouble, the rotations were off a little bit. So there was a stretch um, in the third where Curry, where Corey Joseph came in, and it was Corey Joseph with the ball in his hands and Steph Curry off, uh, off ball. So eye test-wise, I felt like Corey Joseph was able to get out there and not make mistakes Um, but when you look at the impact he had for the team and just overall how the team performed when he was on the floor obviously uh, you're giving up 12 points in in three minutes that's just not going to fly so it'll be interesting to track that obviously it's just one game small sample size uh, I think Corey Joseph is, you know, he's a professional, he's going to take care of the ball, he's a veteran, he knows what to do, but at the same time, he is an undersized guard, he's not an elite shooter, he's not elite at getting downhill, he's not really going to have highlight plays, so it's going to be interesting to see how all of that shakes out, um, does he eventually get replaced by uh, Pods, um, who's looked really good thus far through uh, through training camp in the preseason and gotten a lot of pr- uh, praise from Uh, Warriors head coach uh, Steve Kerr also Trace Jackson Davis um, also probably deserving of some opportunities there Um, but again this was the opening night against a very good Phoenix Suns team that had uh, Devin Booker just absolutely on fire Um, all the Suns bench guys were stepping up as well and on our side we just didn't show up ready to play you had Klay Thompson go six of 18 from the field Chris Paul, 4 of 15, Steph Curry, 8 of 20, Uh, Wiggins, 4 of 12, Um, GP2, 0 for 5. Uh, The only one who really shot efficiently were uh, Kaminga and Looney, who were both uh, 3 of 6 and 4 of 8, respectively. Nobody else could really get it going, whether from 3 or from 2. So many layups were missed. Um, Again, talking about the rebounds, not able to secure defensive rebounds gave the Suns uh, second, second or third looks. Um, you know, I, I mentioned earlier, Kevin Durant was held in check more or less, uh, seven of 22 shooting volume shooter, not able to hit. And we weren't able to secure those rebounds when he missed. So even when you had Clay Thompson, who did a phenomenal job guarding KD, uh, keeping him to one of five when, when Clay was matched up with him, not a, not being able to secure the rebound and get out in transition and take advantage of those misses, obviously that's a huge issue. And so this is going to be really important to track, and it shows the importance of Draymond Green. Um, but when you're playing small and you've got Curry and Chris Paul out there on the floor and you're Andrew Wiggins and you've only got one rebound, that's just not going to fly. It's We're not going to win a lot of games. Uh, if we're holding teams to... Uh, if we're holding teams and not letting their guys hit shots, but we can't rebound the ball, I'm, I mean, that's just not closing out the possession. That's just not going to fly. So, um, a lot of opportunity for improvement. And 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 I think Steve Kerr recognizes that because Andrew Wiggins only played 27 minutes. He was not in the game in the final stretch, which was a very winnable game. Uh, it was it was Jonathan Kaminga out there. So, um, this is going to be really interesting to track and, and see, you know, who is deserving of minutes, who's deserving of opportunities. Um, Steve Kerr had a little soundbite after the game, whoever's playing the best will finish the game. And I think, I think that's really going to echo and resonate resonate with the guys on this roster because you have so many interchangeable pieces. You have so much versatility with these guys, whether it's GP two, Kaminga Moody, Clay, Paul Curry, Looney Wiggins, etc. You have a lot of different pieces who can plug in in different areas. Um, a lot of complimentary pieces, but at the same time, you know, you can only get five guys on the floor at the same time. Um, And it doesn't necessarily have to mean your shots are going in or not, but you have to be playing with effort, intensity, energy, intentionality, um, and doing the little things that are being asked of you. For our forwards, you have to rebound, whether that's Wiggins, whether that's Clay Thompson, whether that's Kavon Looney. Um, Clay had seven rebounds, and that speaks to why he led the team in minutes in playing 36 minutes. He defended Durant at a high level. He rebounded. I'm um, sure his shot wasn't going in. He didn't lo- necessarily look great offensively as as Clay tends to do early in the season where he just kind of looks a little lost and struggling and, and forcing it, but on the other end of the floor, he was he was hustling, he was playing with energy and intensity, and so he was, you know, Steve Kerr continued to ride with him. Um so I expect Andrew Wiggins to be a lot better. I don't think Andrew Wiggins is in jeopardy of losing his role as a starter. I don't think he's in jeopardy of being replaced by Jonathan Kaminga. But I do think that if you're going to play the 3, 4, or 5 for this Warriors team, you better rebound the ball. You better defend at a high level, and you better give a lot of effort. Or else you might find your minutes capped on some nights where other guys are stepping up. And so it'll be really interesting to see how this how this evolves, and, um, you know, I certainly expect these guys to bounce back. Again, when you look at the poor shooting and the lack of rebounds, um, it was really the turnovers. Only 11 turnovers on the night, which was really a great sign that um, kept the Warriors in the game, and this was a very winnable game against a good Phoenix Suns team. So now looking ahead at the schedule, the Warriors have seven of their next eight games on the road, they're going to play the sacramento kings tonight then we've got the rockets and pelicans on a back to back home against the kings and then the thunder, calves, pistons and nuggets. So I think I think these next 8 games are going to be very telling of where the warriors are, right? When you when you look at last year and how they got off to that 3 and 7 record, losing all those games on the road, this is going to be the real test. Um you know, home opener. There's a lot of nerves. You're playing the Suns. It's Kevin Durant's first time playing in front of fans at Chase Center. It's Chris Paul's first time, you know, starting for the Warriors. All these different little uh, little narratives and stories. And, and now you kind of get settled in. You're going to go on your big road trip. Uh, Steve Kerr did say that Draymond Green uh, will miss the next game, but he's really close to returning. So that's obviously a good sign. Um, but I think we'll have a really good sense of where the Warriors are at you know when you've got Steph Curry not in foul trouble playing a full workload obviously the Kings the Warriors have been playing the Kings a lot lately going back to uh, the postseason of last year so uh, Warriors very familiar with the Kings but there's going to be some good tests on the road and there's no easy games Kings uh, Pelicans, Thunder, Cavs, Nuggets—these are all going to be very difficult games, and, and the Rockets and Pistons aren't necessarily automatic wins either. Um, so, Warriors are going to have to bring their A game, and uh, it's going to be really interesting to see who's able to step up or not. And um, and we're going to get a real look at where this team, where this team's at. Are they, you know, destined to repeat? Um, You know, basically, you know, borderline play-in team. Um, Are we, you know, doomed on defense until Draymond Green comes back? Uh, Can Jonathan Kaminga make that big step forward that everyone's anticipating in this year three? Um, Talking a little bit more about Kaminga, Kaminga only played 20 uh, 20 minutes, but, um, you know, four of eight from the field, four of six from the line. He missed two critical free throws down the stretch. Uh, two steals in a block, five fouls. He got into a little bit of foul trouble here. He um, he picked up three fouls in the first quarter when he first checked in in this first stint. So um, definitely, Kaminga struggled a little bit. I think this is really his time to establish himself while Draymond Green is out. Um, but I do think getting Draymond back is going to make things easier for him. So um, it'll be interesting to see. Again, there's a lot of there's a lot of different narratives here to track and follow. Uh, this is going to be a really fun and exciting team to watch. You've got um, this this very old roster, but then also these very talented and up-and-coming young players all kind of now reaching that point where they should be more comfortable within the system and earning more trust from Steve Kerr to prove that they are ready to take the next step forward. But that also implies that they're going to be handed opportunities, right? I mean, if Chris Paul's going to play 34 minutes a night... Um, is he going to still be healthy and ready to go for the playoffs? Um, I don't know. So I'd like to see, you know, Kaminga and Moody getting a little bit more minutes. Um, But, you know, more importantly, we want to see this this team win. And so I think Steve Kerr's kind of alluded to he's still toying with the rotations and and finding the complementary pieces and, and the groups that are going to work together most effectively. And obviously missing Draymond is a huge piece of that but um it would be a it would be huge for the warriors to have some success on the road early in the season to build their confidence to establish themselves and to demonstrate that this is not the same team as last year so that's all we got for today we got a lot of games coming up um it's going to be a lot more pods coming out so uh, with that being said, before we close off here, if you haven't already, please head over to sportsethos.com and check out the Brewski 150 for all your fantasy basketball drafts. Get that edge that you need um, to win your leagues, whether whether you're doing a draft or have already had your draft. Um, there's still so much content out there that can help you uh, figuring out who to add on the waiver wire, who are the hottest pickups, so on and so forth. And once again, this has been a we believe Golden State Warriors Basketball Podcast, a sports ethos presentation. If you haven't already, please give me a follow over at Twitter. That's at SD Orlick. Subscribe, rate, and review the show. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Taking on the Sacramento Kings tonight. And we'll catch you on the next one.